You are listening to Open Stance Audio, presented by Cliff Drysdale Tennis. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Open Stance Audio, the daily tennis podcast. And after a couple days off, letting the U.S. Open Finals play out, sink in, um, we're back with a little bit of feedback, and probably not the first time you'll have uh, seen this news as tennis has taken a, a pretty big shift to the mainstream over the last four days uh, in light of uh, the incident, circumstance, events of Saturday, the final between Serena Williams and Naomi Osaka. And that's what we're going to focus on today. Tomorrow I want to talk a little bit about the men's tournament, Novak Djokovic, Juan Martin Del Potro, um, the semifinals as well. But um, today I think you know, I want to present some information first off, because I think there's a lot of misinformation about what happened in the the dispute between Serena Williams and Carlos Ramos, the chair empire. Um, some of the uh, things that got lost in that moment. And then maybe just a little bit of opinion, a little bit more of just where I think um, maybe the players got it wrong, the umpire, did the umpire get it wrong, did the media get it wrong, um, and how to actually look at situations like this in the scope of how does it affect tennis because um, it has. It's had a big effect, I think, on the sport and it and it sort of paints a picture that um, I've seen probably all too often uh, and is becoming a somewhat of a concerning trend. So let's start with just a recap of what happened in that moment. Obviously, Naomi Osaka won the U.S. Open 6-2, 6-4 and um, you know, fairly dominant uh, in the first set, was playing great and led in the second set as well um and that 1-0 40-15 uh Serena Williams uh was given a coaching violation which was a warning at the time um for her coach Patrick Mortoglu uh giving hand signals um Mortoglu admitted after the match that yes he was coaching and if you watch the video back of him doing it you've probably seen it. it's like his two hands moving forward he's essentially telling Serena to move into the court on her return to cut off the angle because Osaka has a great serve and was um was really beating her was getting a lot of free points off her serve more than Serena was and so I think Mortoglu was telling Serena to move in um it wasn't even I, you know it's not I wouldn't call it a hand signal it was just a gesture to cut off the angle on the return because Serena was standing too far back. Serena says she didn't hear this. Nevertheless, um, coaching is not allowed uh, in Grand Slam tournaments. At WTA events um, throughout the year, on-court coaching is allowed, but not from the stands. Um, And so, you know, uh, Ramos called the coaching violation. And from strictly that, again, Ramos did not do anything wrong in that moment. Um, he was simply following the rules. I think it was a pretty obvious gesture from Moritagalu. Um, and, uh, you know, again, it's to me, you cannot fault the umpire in that moment. Uh, Serena took that as a personal kind of offense against her. She thought that, um, you know, that she was, she, in her words, cheating. Um, I don't think anyone would really consider being coached cheating um, and really the violation is against her coach, not her. It just has to reflect on the player um, because that's how it works. A coach is a part of that player's team. Um, and so that was a violation. Just a violation, though. Um, and after, uh, after, after failing to break serve um, and going down 3-1, Serena broke her racket, which is an automatic code violation for racket abuse. 
This is the second violation grants a point penalty. Um, for any for any of the tennis fans that don't know, on the first violation, it's a warning. The second violation is a point penalty. So Serena got a point penalty, and now after this was very upset because she then felt that um, the chair umpire, Carlos Ramos, was stealing a point or taking things away from her. Um, and uh, again, I think at this moment, if you look at what the chair umpire is doing, um, he's done nothing wrong. And really, he's correctly enforced the rules um, in a moment that many umpires do not. And that's one of the major discussions, is right? Like, um, you know, how often do chair umpires actually implement these rules in a big moment in a final? But if your argument is that because it was a big match, you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't enforce the rules, I think that's a bad way of looking at it. Um, if we don't enforce the rules in big moments, then why are there rules in the first place? So, um, that's that's what happens, and then finally, Serena is very upset about all of this, um, and uh, continually chooses to argue and berate the umpire. I wouldn't even really say it was an argument because really it was just Serena talking. She called him a, a thief and a, a liar, um, and by the by rule, um, if you question the integrity of the umpire, that again classifies as a code violation for verbal abuse, and the third violation. Third of any kind of violation, it is a game penalty. So Serena, of course, got the game penalty, go down 5-3. She held serve for 5-4, and then Osaka served out the match 6-4. And, you know, really it was a um, an incredible scene because, you know, you really hadn't seen anything like that before except except with Serena. You know, she's had moments like this at the U.S. Open before. She got defaulted on on match point um, for yelling at a, a line umpire, a line judge, sorry, in, in 2011. Uh, sorry, in 2009, and then in 2011, she uh, was called for a hindrance and was uh, verbally upset with the chair umpire. But, you know, really, so much of what has happened after the fact, first off, you know, Naomi Osaka won the U.S. Open and deserved to win. She was going to win that match. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, she was the better player. And it's really unfortunate that, that moment got taken away from her because she played so well the whole tournament she's 20 years old she's a her personality is very um you know she's she's very she's very guarded she's very quiet um and so i think she did an incredible job of not letting the crowd booing and and the whole situation serena kind of in, you know i think a lot of players would have let serena intimidate them in that moment um but you know, osaka got through it got the win and it's unfortunate that somebody of who i think is really going to be a big star in women's tennis isn't really getting the coverage it's it's serena and it's how she was um whether she was treated fairly or not uh, in the in the moments after. And, um, of course, the dominating coverage has been from... Because um, Serena didn't really back down. Um, she said that she felt she was treated unfairly and that um, men uh, who... ATP players uh, have said much worse and not been penalized. And that, in some, situ in some cases, that's true. In some cases, that's not. Um, I think using that as the... Uh, barometer of of um, was it right or not is the wrong way. Um, you know, I, I think anyone who who watched that scene, uh, Serena was being disrespectful to the umpire, um, and the umpire was simply, I think, um, was in, enforcing the rules. And uh, you know, Serena certainly has a right to be frustrated. If her coach committed a coding, coaching violation. That's not against her. I think the problem was she felt that was a a shot against her own integrity when really it was just her coach was coaching and that violation goes against you. And then she kind of lost sight of the moment, I think, and didn't realize that she was going to have a point penalty with the racket break. 
um, and then didn't have the self-control to kind of stop before the game penalty. And, um, you know, there's certainly valid points that Serena is making about, um, about you know, there are certainly men who, you know, swear at the chair empire. Um, some get called less or more than others. But really, we, you know, I think the last thing we want to do is attack Carlos Ramos here and call him a bad umpire because he's, he, in, the, in, the, in, the, in a pressure-filled situation, he did his job well. And he, um, and instead of saying, you know, this was unfair treatment to Serena, I think we need to say it's time for all chair umpires to step up and um, really enforce the rules in this way. Because um, as we've seen, I think, again, people are willing to defend the stars of today's sport at all cost. And the stars like Serena and, and, and Roger and Rafa and, and these guys, they become bigger than the sport itself. And that that's great. I mean, these, there's these incredible stars, but at the end of the day, the sport of tennis and the integrity of the sport needs to be protected. We can't just let um, these big brands and personalities walk all over um, the people who make tennis happen on a day-to-day basis. And that's kind of my general takeaway from the whole situation. You know, I definitely don't think, um, I think, you know, there's valid arguments from all sides, but to take away from Osaka's win is, is totally wrong. Um, and to say that um, Carlos Ramos did a bad job, I think is also wrong because he simply was doing his job um, in a situation where others would have been afraid to. And um, I think Serena, uh, from from prior unfair treatment in her career, rightly thinks that, you know, you know she feels that um, sometimes that things are unfair against her. And there certainly has been times in her career where there, that has been the case. Um, but I don't think in this situation, I don't think that was. Um, I think it was just uh, unfortunate timing. Her opponent was playing well, and um, Naomi Osaka won the U.S. Open. And I just wish that would be the um, sort of coverage going forward, was that Naomi Osaka won. But of course, it's not. It's going to be um, everything that happened afterwards, and I think that'll be a topic of conversation for a long time going forward. Let me know what you think. Uh, that's that's it for today's episode. It's already been 10 minutes. I can keep talking, but um, would love to know what you thought about this topic. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow to talk about Novak Djokovic, Juan Martin Del Potro, and the men's, men's draw. Uh, until then, uh, enjoy the day. Get back on the court yourself, and we'll see you next time on Open Stance Audio.